Hello, and welcome to the Letters to My Daughters devotional podcast. I'm Reverend Camille Henderson-Edwards, Director of Economic Health and Gender Justice here at the General Board of Church and Society of the United Methodist Church. And this is your weekly guide to developing a spiritual practice at the intersection of faith and advocacy. Let's get started. Friends, we have made it to the final week of Module 4. We still have one last module to go of Letters to My Daughters for December. I can't believe we are at almost the end of this program. It's been a really great journey to be with you all, to learn and know more of who you are and the work that you're doing in your individual communities. I just, I can't believe we have come to this point, but here we are. So we have discussed maternal health across the diaspora through our virtual session, and we are going to be in the book of Matthew, the 15th chapter, one last time as we look at how uh, this Canaanite woman is using her faith as a mechanism to support uh, herself and her daughter. Uh, so before we do that, let's take a moment to ground ourselves in the scriptural focus. Hear the word of the Lord as recorded in Matthew 15, verses 21 through 28. Jesus left that place and went away to the district of Tyre and Sidon. Then a Canaanite woman from that region came out and started shouting, Have mercy on me, Lord, son of David. My daughter is tormented by a demon. But he did not answer her, and his disciples came and urged him, saying, Send her away, for she keeps shouting after us. He answered, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But she came and knelt before him, saying, Lord, help me. He answered, It isn't fair to take the children's food and throw it to the dogs. She said, yes, Lord, yet even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered her, woman, great is your faith. Let it be done for you as you wish. And her daughter was healed from that moment. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. And together we all say, thanks be to God. So as we've shared before, the woman in our story is not just any woman. She is a woman who knows and has a keen uh, sense of awareness about her culture and about the historical and societal norms imposed on her. She knows that as a Canaanite and as a woman, she is already uh, seen as one who should be dismissed. However, She is also a mother who knows about bringing life and desiring good for her children and her people. This woman has heard about uh, who people said Jesus is and what he has the capability to do. And so she looks for him and speaks out and struggles to present her plea. This woman is not just an ordinary woman. She's a woman who has faith that things can be different for her and her child. This woman's faith in the story is not a simple uh, declaration of faith or a statement. It is a faith that calls for action and by way of 
what she's saying, it not only calls for action, but it also calls for a response. It's a reminder of perseverance and work. It's a reminder that we are called to that relentless advocacy that we talked about last week. This word of faith means belief or trust with an implication that actions based on that trust may follow. And Jesus responds to this courageous mother by what seems to be a change of mind or perspective. Their intention allows for a space to speak up, request, advocate, challenge, and even get a response. And so Jesus heals this Canaanite woman's daughter, recognizing her work to appeal, her eloquent and persistent plea, and her faith for things to happen when we believe in Christ. In some way, we can truly say that she genuinely believed things could be different if she was able to lean on God's providence and grace even when the context dictates otherwise. Let this Canaanite woman's actions be a lesson to you that there is a way to lean on God's providence and grace even when your current context says otherwise. This mother's faith is not like the one we place on ourselves as humans, but in the God who provides, in Christ who came to redeem and restore life in abundance for all. God's good news is for everyone. The gospel is for everyone, no matter who we are, how we look, or where we come from. We, all of us, are a part of the one body in Christ. We are the ones who are responsible as Christians, as people of faith, to work towards the common well-being and an abundant life for all to flourish. The story of the Canaanite mother is a reminder and a challenge to look beyond the crumbs under the table and see that life can be more than what society than what social conditions and what policies limit us to be. To look beyond, to speak up and act and change the reality that places women and children facing unnecessary pain, loss, and danger that places them in a place where they're able to flourish. Our spiritual practices have been extended and it, they are calling us to advocate. As God calls, we then have a responsibility to respond. If we think about the faith of our mothers, our grandmothers, our aunties, our sisters, our cousins, all of those women, girls, and femmes who have come before us with their life expertise, we are to recognize their voices and courage. We are to hear them and join them as they bring wisdom, empowerment, resilience, and healing. Our spiritual practices have been expanded. We are being called for a response and an action to change the vision of the world 
and contribute to transforming it together. So in this last devotional, we invite you to take your place and become one knowledge agents. Share what you learned. Two, a promoter of hope, love, and justice. We also invite you to become current alliances or promote coalition building to work together and unite so that our individual voices may be uh, made louder through the collective. And we invite you to become partners with us at Church and Society. Remember, because of women like this, there are women like you. Or perhaps because of women like this, you know women like the one in Matthew 15. Remember, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Let's pray. Women, girls, femmes, Great is your faith. Your faith in believing that a better life is possible for you. Your faith to believe that there is a way where it seems not to be one. Your faith when nobody believes you can do it and yet you make it happen. God gives your faith and your voice to speak cry out and shout out for life, a voice that also sings lullabies, prays unceasingly and can move mountains. Because you inspire us, we believe in you. Because your faith can move mountains. Because of your words of faith and wisdom, Jesus can hear our plea today. You keep us moving, you keep us going, you keep us pushing, becoming strong with our voices and actions. You have shown us that things can be different for all mothers and their children when we follow Jesus and join him. You women, girls, femmes, great is your faith. Amen. As always, thank you so much for taking the time out for this weekly devotion of letters to my daughters. Please, please, please feel free to reach out to me via email with any questions or general experiences from the study you may have. And I can be reached via email at chedwards, that's C-H-E-D-W-A-R-D-S at umcjustice.org. Until next time, go in grace and go in peace.